Welcome to Fake Gamer Girls. This is a podcast for androids sent by Cyberlife. My name is Erin. <laughs> I'm Sam. I'm Josie. And I'm Jared. Yeah! Oh, Can you go in without laughing? Guys, we got that. <laughs> We practiced that a hundred. No, I'm just kidding. Um, this is the sixteenth take. Yeah. You know what? We're a one take show around here. If you haven't figured that out by now, but we have a special guest. We have Jared from Play Along Podcast here. Or do you say Play Along Pod or Play Along Podcast? Usually, either one works. Yeah, Play Along Pod, Play Along Podcast. I was gonna say Play Along Pod is what I would call it in my brain, talking to myself. Yes. But then I started saying it out loud, and I was like, "Is this incorrect?" You're like, I've yes. never actually said these words before. Um, podcast is like the full Christian name. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. That's, my, that's my legal name. Yeah. <laughs> It's like when you read a book and you like. That's <laughs> my legal last name. No, it's like when you read a book and you pronounce like a name of a character in your head yeah. and you say it out loud and somebody's like, that is not how you that's say That's not how that's said <laughs> at all. And you're like, well, you're okay, like, that's fine. Okay, sorry. <laughs> yeah, Jared, welcome to the show. Awesome. Yeah, thanks for having me. I'm so excited to be here. I mean, just when we were talking beforehand and behind the scenes, like just getting to see the slides, my day is already made. Like, I'm. <laughs> I'm oh so my happy. gosh, the notorious slides and they're my slides, Game which slides. who knows what that means, if that means they're better or worse, but... <laughs> yeah. I actually, I would say Sam has the best slides out of the three of us. Agreed, mm. agreed. Mm. She puts the most effort into it. Yeah, so, that's probably you know, true. Lucky Jared, he gets to see the good slides. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, we, we go in no notes. We probably should have some kind of structure, but we, we just go in. I love that's that. So you know, that's probably just more editing for you. And yeah, I, yeah. as the person who edits our show, I tell my sisters, you better have notes because I'm not editing out all the boring <laughs> stuff. Yep. That's usually what happens. There's usually a lot of behind the scenes editing that's involved, but not, yeah. not too bad, but there is yeah, some cutting that happens. Good. Yeah. Well, yeah, well, so tell us about your show really quick. Yeah, so I host Play Along Podcasts, which is a weekly podcast where we kind of play through games in a book club format. And what that means is myself and my other two co-hosts, Kai and Ben, we will each pick a game. And then what we'll do is we'll break that game down into sections and then kind of come together each week to talk about the sections specifically. Uh, this ended up being a really cool way of playing and experiencing games because we kind of can track our feeling and how we're feeling about certain aspects that we like and that mm -hmm. we dislike through each individual aspect of the games too and then at the end we kind of give a review and if this is something we'd recommend to all of you guys listening yeah, yeah. and uh, yeah we're big fans of your show and awesome. you know you guys do a oh, lot thanks. of kind of narrative you know experience games mm. i think the first one that i listened to from you guys was like when you did papers please oh you... nice yeah, because I love Papers, Please. I think that's an incredible game. Yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah. you know, it was, it was so, a wild ride. Yeah, <laughs> so many twists and turns. So I was like, I got to hear what happened. Anyway, and I think you guys have done like Mass Effect. I listened to, you know, and mm -hmm. anyway. So today we're actually going to talk about the game Detroit Become Human, Ooh. which you guys recently played. Yes. Yeah, Recently-ish, so like. Yeah, yeah recently. The, the, those the last, either the, no, the two main games ago we played Detroit. Yeah. So okay, I know that yeah. I haven't listened to your guys's um, playthroughs mm -hmm. because I was expecting we had kind of talked for a little bit about like having you yeah. guys on and I wanted to be surprised when we do this. 
Um, but this episode is going to be kind of just like a crash course, like, I don't know, of what Play Along Podcast normally does. We're going to go through section by mm-hmm. section and talk a little bit about what endings you got and kind of how the game went for you. So this is going to be just like a really fast version of what you normally do. Yeah, um, we're, we're speed running the, the yeah, podcast yeah, scene here yeah. today. Yeah. Yeah, and that is to say that if you guys haven't listened to Play Along Podcast's playthrough of Detroit, you, I mean, we're going to get Jared's perspective, but there's two other hosts who have, I'm sure, completely different experiences uh-huh. than you. So Yeah, um, and that was the best part of, like, it. these kind of games is we all had, like, kind of different endings, and that's yeah. what's really cool about, like, doing this with, in our style of the show is we can get three completely different perspectives, especially mm-hmm. with this kind of game. Mm-hmm. Totally. For sure. So well, yeah, the way we're... So- Oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, I listened to your playthrough, so I know about what happened. You know, and you know I our, our feelings. Uh, yes, and I know your reputation as being a super violent character. <laughs> in oh, no, my, my track record has bled Uh-oh. through. That's okay. But So I did instruct Sam and Josie not to listen to it. I said, I, li- I will listen mm-hmm. to it. You guys don't listen to it. So they don't know what you... You don't know the chaos on. that I Uh-oh. ensued. <laughs> all of us have played this game or at least watched a playthrough. You know, like Sam actually has played this game like several times. I think I've yeah. played this game twice. Yeah. That's awesome. There was an yeah. era that this was really important to us. <laughs> yeah, yeah there really I, was. I've watched all of my siblings beat this game at least once. <laughs> so. Well, it, there's just so many endings and like different things exactly. that you can get. Like, just hearing and talking to other people that I'd play it adjacently when we were playing the game. Like mm-hmm. there's some people that like, I never even got that situation when I played through it the first time. And I'm like, that's why. Yeah. So the way that I'm going to do this is I'm going to go through and I'm going to give a brief explanation of like what the chapter mm-hmm. actually is. And then we're going to ask Jared what he got on or like what happened to him. And then we'll give like brief kind of synopsis of what we did. Some of us will. I've told Aaron and Josie to talk a little bit less this episode. So <laughs> we'll see how that goes. Um, but yeah, let's, real. <laughs> let's just jump into it if you guys are ready. Does that sound good? Yeah, let's, let's do it. Go. Okay. All right. So in Detroit, first chapter is called The Hostage. And Detroit mm. has three different characters that you play as. And we'll talk about each of them as we get to their first chapters. But the first character you play as is Connor. And Connor is basically a cop um, android. Like, they're all androids, all the characters you play as. Um, So in this world, there are, like, AI, android, I don't know. Like, they have life, and they are people, but they, And they look exactly like humans. Yeah, they look just like people. For sure. Um, So this game kind of throws you right into it with you jump in, you're a cop, and you have to investigate the scene, and you have to kind of negotiate with this other android who has a hostage. Um, So... There's a lot of like evidence you can gather in this episode. There's a or this episode, I don't know, chapter. Um, and there's a lot of things that you can find out, but there's a couple different endings that you can get. Um, so Jared, tell us a little bit about what your experience was when you mm-hmm. played through this, especially the ending that you got here. Yeah, so like you said, this immediately kind of throws you into the action, right? Yeah. You are mm-hmm. you are you are trying to dis you're trying to calm down a hostage situation with another android and with a human young girl as well. Yeah. Uh, so like they a, don't they, like they go real quick into this. Yeah. She's 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 young. Um in all of this, it kinda I kinda got the the vibe that this android was frustrated, misunderstood. You can kind of go through and like break down the situation that kind of happened in the house and put together that 
you know, the Android thought he was going to be replaced and he had been with the mm-hmm. family for years. Um, so I, I, I went in trying to be like a relatable Connor, right? I was like, I didn't lie to him. I was honest. I had grabbed the gun inside of the house, but I told him I had the gun, which that ended up boosting my like relationship with him. And he began to trust me uh-huh. at the end of this. I think I got the pretty common outcome of they shot the hostage or the what's the guy's name that's holding it hostage I, they shot oh, the hostage that's horrible <laughs> no, they didn't yeah, shoot the hostage he's, he's uh <laughs> he's like a nanny bot basically he's a nanny android so you know yeah he's yeah and i don't remember his name i don't even know if i, I don't, don't, you his name. I don't know if even get it it's not yeah, that he important. ended up getting <laughs> shot and i rescued the girl and i had i had told him like it's gonna be okay as long as you let the girl go it'll be fine and like as he's like fading away or booting down he's like connor you lied to me and then he shuts down and I was like, oh, oh man Sad. Yeah. yeah i think that is also the ending that's I about what got. i got as yeah. well so i the first time did it i did it i did not i was not honest and i think i ended up like <laughs> Con- connor fully died in the first chapter uh-huh. in the oh, one no. i did like connor can sacrifice himself to save the girl yeah. and they both fall off the building uh-huh. So that was the one that I got. So there's a lot of different endings, but this kind of introduced to me that so Connor is like a government bot, basically, yeah. or government android. And so mm-hmm. he's the only character that you play as that can die multiple times and just be fixed, you know, they like just they just fix him. him and bring him back. And so, yeah, it's a little bit of an interesting yeah, he's one. like state of the art high tech. Yeah, so yeah, he, can, he can just come back at any point. And so I, get, I get so anxious, I would never let him die. So I didn't oh, know no, that. not at all. <laughs> and I'm straight up so bad at video games that I was like, well, I guess one of the characters is dead in my first chapter. <laughs> oh, no. you know? oh, well. Damn. Two more. But yeah, so that's chapter one. And like, and I don't know if we said this, but we're going to go through these chapters pretty quickly because there are 32 of them. So we're going to go <laughs> yeah. through these pretty quickly. The next few are, I'm just going to explain because there are not multiple endings for them. So I'm mm-hmm. just going to go through them really mm-hmm. quick. So chapter and two And we're definitely the in the exposition here. Like we're just yeah. learning yeah. about the characters. This is like setting the scene, world building, things like that. Right. Yeah. And also like the chapters get much more complicated the farther into it you go. Oh, like oh, yeah. <laughs> the last few chapters, there's like so many variations. So we'll try to mm-hmm. save mm-hmm. a lot of time for those last few chapters. Um, so chapter two is just the opening where you are in the perspective of Kara, who is um, in a shop. She has just gotten repaired. And then it just goes through an opening credit scene. So really, you don't get to do anything but look around in this chapter. Mm. Chapter three, you play as Marcus. So you kind of get introduced to this guy and he is instructed to go pick up some paints for um, like, I don't know, his owner, I guess is what you'd call it. The guy that owns yeah. Um, so you basically question yeah and like (laughs) this is a lot of like just more explanation of like how to how the mechanics of the game work that kind of thing there is one short part where you can either walk in front of some protesters and learn a bit of the lore Mm. of the game where it's Mm -hmm. like people are anti-android because they're taking their jobs and stuff like that you don't have to do that but you can so that is um and there's pretty much just one ending ending to this where you get the pants you go and you leave Mm-hmm. Chapter four is a chapter where you really get introduced to Kara. So Kara is kind of like a maid bot, I would say. Like she uh, like takes care of this young girl named Alice. And she has this really grumpy guy named Todd who owns her. And basically in this chapter, you clean up the house. Father. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and in this game or in this chapter, you clean up the house. You can find out some stuff about Todd 
and you just have some interactions with Alice and that's pretty much it. So it's just really an introduction well, to like what life is like as Kara. And it's important to note that Kara has lived with Alice for seemingly a long time, right. but she was damaged recently and had her memories wiped. Yeah. Yes. During the mm-hmm. repair process. For sure. Which the yeah. context seemed like that had happened a couple times prior to. Right. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. They kind of were like, like, oh, wow, that seemed like a brutal car accident or whatever yeah. it was. Yeah, she got hit by a car, lol. And they're like, this is yeah. the third time this week. This is so weird. It's crazy yeah, pretty much how that happened. Heavily implying that Todd may have yeah. been involved, right? So yeah. it's not, that's not really a secret. He seems like a bad dude. So yeah. that's yeah. chapter four. So in these first couple chapters, there are no alternate endings. I mean, there's alternate like things you can find out, but mm. it's pretty straightforward. These are introductions to the characters. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry if I'm going too fast through all of these. You're fine. Um, chapter five is in Marcus's perspective. So Marcus, he goes back to the house where he had picked up the paints for. And in this, you kind of just learn that he is kind of like the just like companion to this mm. older painter um, or like artist um and he's seemingly very famous too yeah 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 yeah. like an older painter retired or something mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. he lives in this very fancy house taking care of this old man doing things like playing chess playing the piano and in this chapter is when marcus is kind of pushed like hey why don't you do a painting like Mm -hmm. it seems like this his name's carl carl is like kind of pushing marcus to push the bounds of what his um programming is saying Um, Mm -hmm. so you can do different paintings but there's not really different endings to this one either so it's just kind of like starting to introduce like hey maybe androids are more than just robots androids are people too (laughs) yeah picture in this part just saying (laughs) (laughs) yeah and then chapter six is where you're back to connor so connor like we said is the cop android and Connor in this one meets um, his new partner, Hank. Um, and Hank is kind of just a grumpy man, grumpy older man who seems to want nothing to do with Connor. And mm-hmm. then you have to go to this house and detective, they're like, right? Yeah, he's yeah. a detective. That okay. very anti-android. Yeah, very yeah. anti-android, grumpy older man detective. Um and you go to this house and there's been a murder, I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and you have to like kind a of trillion times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah there's some guy. guy. Yeah. They think that an android may have been involved. And so they're hmm. trying you basically have to try to find more clues. This is another like you're finding clues to try to solve the case. Um, to figure out what happened. And there's a couple different there's two really different endings that you can get to this one. So Jared, tell us a little bit about what ending you got and how that went for you so for this one i i'm trying to remember i think that i ended up finding the deviant that's in here yeah because the deviant is like above in like the the rafters hiding in the attic Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah, he's in the attic yeah and going through that and trying to and it's interesting because obviously connor is an android as well but his Mm -hmm. purpose is to like stop deviants and other androids from from hurting people that are that's starting to happen um, yeah so yeah i did find the deviant up in the attic at the end of this yeah mm-hmm. so and you this... can take him into custody yep and you kind of are, start to piece together the story with these three characters of what actually is happening in detroit where they're saying mm-hmm. there's these deviants or basically androids that are not doing what they're programmed to do is what they're so they call deviating. them deviating 
So, so, and like they're becoming sometimes becoming violent or leaving, you know, different things. There's different kind of outcomes of what it means when they are deviant. But, but yeah, and this, this is kind of one of the chapters where you can either find the deviant in the attic and it's, there's some like quick, what is it called? Like quick quick time time events. Yeah, quick time events. Which uh, for any listeners that don't know what that is, it's when the game prompts you to do something within like one or two seconds. So it'll be like, press X. And you have to do it fast. And if you miss it, your character will like fail the action. Yeah, really, really stressful. Maybe not too high stakes in this, but like games (laughs) like Until Dawn where it's like, oh, you press the wrong button, your character Uh dies. And I love Until Dawn. So you know (laughs) I go crazy for quick Uh times, even though I Did you say they're making a movie? Isn't that weird? Are they actually, allegedly? What? Yeah, yeah. They like announced there's like allegedly no, an untold Dawn film coming out. Interesting. It's probably we'll have suck, to get into that. But at the end. I'm sure I'll watch it anyways. Um, <laughs> with this chapter, we do get one tiny. This is super fast. One tiny piece of incredible lore, which is that Connor, as a state of the art detective robot, has this cool piece of programming where he can <sighs> lick any yeah. substance and know what it is. So he like licks blood at one point. He like puts it on his finger, puts it on his tongue, and he's like, mmm, "That's android blood." Why did they make it his tongue? Yeah, like <laughs> that's the worst superpower to get. He can scan people's bodies and like get their temperature and, his and, eyes. and like. Yeah, but <laughs> they, they put all the sensors it, into his tongue apparently, and that's like, oh, that's what he has to do. Got to taste tips. it. They could have put it in his elbow, but they were like, no, he got to lick it. He has it's to weird. taste it for some reason. You're like, okay, for sure. For some reason. Uh, okay, bye. Okay. Right. Yeah, and there's some other cool abilities that you kind of find out, like they can reconstruct what a scene might have looked like right. um, mm-hmm. through, He's you know, like looking at Robocop. the... He's like full Robocop. Yeah, 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 for sure. All right, so this one, it's pretty straightforward. You can either not find solve the crime or you can mm-hmm. solve the crime. Um, all right, chapter seven, Stormy Night. So things get pretty intense in Stormy Night. This is from Kara's <laughs> perspective. So this one is the first one where there's a lot of different possible endings and possible Mm -hmm. ways that this can end and we're not going to go through all of them but we are going to talk about which ones we got but basically in this chapter Kara is um with Todd and Alice and Todd becomes violent um and Kara basically has the ability to either break through her protocol and her programming to save Alice from Todd or not um and there's some Mm -hmm. quick time events where you you know you could you could possibly die you could get killed by Todd um, but yeah, tell us a little bit about what that looked like for you, because I feel like I got a very different ending than a lot of people I've talked to for this one, yeah. mostly because I'm bad at video games. So I'd love because to hear you what have your anxiety. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. very, very stressful situation in general with the cutscene yeah. that's happening. Oh, yeah. And then to be like, hey, push this button in the order. Don't mess up. It's very uh, anxiety inducing. But mm-hmm. uh, this is uh, Aaron had hinted about it before. This is where my uh, string of violence starts. <laughs> <laughs> mine too for the record mine too where I, I, mine. I was very i'm very much like pro android i'm like they need to be treated <laughs> right. well and everything like that so in the last chapter that was with Karan, when you're exploring the house you find that there's a gun in todd's bedside mm-hmm. table so when everything went down here i was like oh I, I'm, I'm grabbing the gun that's where i'm going first i'm getting this gun right uh, yeah. I, I didn't intentionally shoot todd but there is a situation where todd and Kara are kind of struggling and rolling around and everything like that and the gun does go off and i did kill todd here and then alice <laughs> and Kara escape onto the bus right yeah mm-hmm. which i think is a pretty common ending i think yeah, yeah. this chapter I, uh-huh. I maybe had i think alice maybe shot todd in mine 
Oh, interesting. Yeah, I think there's a situation where I she think does it's very the gun. similar, but maybe she I think kind like, of... you lose the gun in the scuffle and Alice mm. comes yeah, up and yeah, shoots yeah. him instead. And I think that's yeah, what happened. That is possible. So mm. that definitely yeah. could have happened. I think on one of my playthroughs, I did shoot Todd. And then I think after knowing, like, basically, if you pick up the gun, the game puts you in a situation where someone gets shot. Yeah, someone, someone's getting shot. Right. Yeah. So I think the second time I played through, I intentionally didn't pick up the gun and was able mm. to. You can uh, successfully escape, like, through a window without anyone getting hurt. Um, yeah. I think that is what I. So, but only after the first time shooting Todd, because yeah. I'm like, it's him or me, you know? No, I yeah. had the same thought process. My other co host, Kai, he was, again, very passive pacifist throughout this mm -hmm. and he he managed to get these situations where no one died and i somehow not somehow i, I definitely chose i chose the path of violence <laughs> okay. in this situation i'm not gonna encourage the violence but i mean like you were saying if it's, it's him hard. or me it's hard okay it's hard. and yeah. you know what we always say on this podcast we support women's rights and women's wrongs yep there you go <laughs> And you know what, I had, like, so there is also, like, the option in this game. I think there's only just, like, a casual mode and a difficult mode. Like, I don't think there's, like, three. I think there's only two in mm -hmm. this game. There's two. So I always did easy mode. Um, but so I literally never even thought to pick up the gun. I was just like, yeah, that's <laughs> stressful. I'm just going to see what else I can figure out. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I pretty much most of the times that I've done this did the escape through the window. There was yeah. one time I played I've through it where he that. catches up to you and you have to kick him off of you. Oh, and gosh, the yeah, window, that sounds which familiar. is like scary from watching you guys I... play. Yeah. I'm sorry, Sam. I thought the first time you played this, because there's a scene where he says, stay there to, to Kara. <laughs> And he oh, goes you just upstairs. didn't move? You, you were like, he told me to stay here. So no, you stayed I for like a super long time. <laughs> I think Bruh. I did stay, but you guys were watching and you're like, hey, this the whole game, you're missing the whole game. And I was you... like, oh, okay. Like, you were like, oh, That's I just funny. thought this was like a cut scene. Yeah, I like, yeah, I don't think awesome. I... I, like I said, I'm bad at games, so I don't think I quite realized, like, oh, the whole point is That's this, really funny. You know? so. And then like, you get no, the scene Alice of Kara literally screaming. breaking through the wall. She literally is physically breaking through that program. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Okay, so, yeah, that's Chapter 7, Stormy Night. So that's when things get pretty intense. There's a lot mm. of variations. And if you kill Todd or don't kill Todd, it does come back several times throughout the game if he's alive or not. So. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, we'll go on to chapter eight, which is broken. So this is in Marcus's perspective. So Marcus is basically with his... Uh, oh, and at the end of the last chapter with Marcus, um, Carl's son, Leo, comes in mm. and demands money from Carl for basically drugs, it seems like. And yeah. Carl says no. problem. Yeah, and Carl says no, and then Leo leaves angrily. And so I don't remember a ton about this chapter. It's a pretty short one. But basically in this one, you're in Carl's house, and Leo comes up to – comes back in, and there is basically an altercation where Leo's pissed off at – he feels like his father loves the android Marcus more than he loves him. And mm -hmm. I think he is either – aggressive to marcus or something like that yeah, i don't really remember him, if, if anything verbally at least yeah at least verbally aggressive um and then you have some choices you can make um that can kind of determine a little bit about what the rest of the game looks like for marcus so tell us a little bit about what that looked like for you 
Oh, I was all defending. I was all defending Papa Carl. I was like, no, 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 buddy, you got to get out of here. I, I <laughs> end up shoving Leo, and he fell and hit his head, and then the and police I were called. I think he dies if you shove him. Like, I'm pretty sure Leo dies. It, it's implied that he dies at that point, but I think later you find out that he does not. Yeah, okay. I think he does end up living, which again, I think took away from the fact that I was like, it might, it might have just been an android like going out against a, a, a human. That was like the big thing of why Marcus got arrested and end up yeah. ending up the way that he was. But I just shoved him, and I think he ends up living. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, interesting. I, so I believe I shoved him as well. Yeah, he's being yeah. a jerk. Because like Carl, Carl, Carl is the goat. I'm gonna defend him with my life. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, for real. Yeah. Out of sure. all the people in this game, he is probably one of the better <laughs> Seriously. ones. Seriously. Exactly. Yeah. And I don't even remember. I played this game so many times and done both of these options, so I don't remember which one I did first. But there mm. is an option where Carl can die, and then there's an option yeah. where Carl survives. So yeah, if Carl he survives, essentially has a heart attack from the stress of the situation. He's a pretty old <laughs> dude and has a heart attack and dies, basically. So, And if Carl dies, then Leo says, hey, this was Marcus's fault. So either way, Marcus does end up getting arrested. Mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. yeah that one's a pretty more straightforward one but does definitely move the plot along it's kind of funny because marcus specifically the first several chapters that he's in there's not a lot of variation in what actually happens to him like mm-hmm. because i think the game like he does play such a pivotal role later in the game like they have to make sure he survives and like he does the things he needs to, to do a certain right. point yeah so but later on marcus has definitely become much more like variable in what can happen to him mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um Okay, chapter nine, the interrogation. So I, you might be able to guess this one is from Connor's perspective. Um, so he is basically, um, this is only available if you caught the deviant in yeah. the last Connor chapter. Um, but basically, you can you interrogate this deviant, and you have a lot of things that you have to manage and balance. You have to manage his stress levels so that he doesn't self-destruct. You have to make sure that you're asking him questions that get you information, but also keeping his stress level down. And there's a couple different ways that this chapter can end, um, but some of them are easier to get than others. Um, mm. So, yeah, tell us a little bit about what happened for you here. This one was a pretty short chapter, if I can remember. Yeah, yeah. I wish I had a meter that was like could gauge my own stress levels because, geez, there's so much to juggle <laughs> in this. In this yeah, between like keeping his stressful. stress levels down low and then trying to like make the right decisions. Mm-hmm. This is where I'm still on the fence, right? I was like, okay, I'm not going to go violent all the time. I kind of want to be a, a good person relatively. Uh, <laughs> But in this, my ending was I ended up pushing the deviant a little too far, and then he smashes his head against the table. And there, mm. I think there's a the second Uh-oh. before where you can stop him. And I was like, let's see what happens. And then he <laughs> smashes his head against I mean, the table. You weren't violent to him. He was yeah, violent exactly. yeah, to him. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, could yeah. I have stopped it? Probably. But... <laughs> Well, and this yeah. is a chapter that's like very dependent on how much investigation you did in the previous right, chapter. Right. When you're interrogating him, it's it depends on how much information you gathered before. Right. You can stop at any point. Like there's options for you. You can keep going. But if you're like, yeah, I'm I done. I don't want to investigate this part because I think my other co-host Ben like didn't even read his um folder of his information that's right there either. <laughs> oh, okay. So I was just like, that's yeah. me. Reading is so hard. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I gotta read. Such a wave. Like, That's fine. Funny. I'll figure it out. That's really funny. Yeah, there and there is some lore that you can find out. Like, there's this RA nine stuff mm. that a lot of 
deviants are doing which you are kind of trying to figure out like what exactly is that and it's kind of just like a they feel like there's deliverance or something some kind of symbol of deviance Mm. yeah yeah so and another thing about this i think this chapter i didn't write it down so forgive me if i'm wrong but there is also in the connor chapters at the beginning a lot of the time there's this lady named amanda in connor's Mm -hmm. like mind palace basically (laughs) mind palace i forgot about that yeah um where basically like he talks to her about how much his software is stable or is unstable and you kind of just talk about and like, if you do a bad like if you don't catch the deviant she yells at you and tells you you're a bad little boy <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah, yeah basically i just i try to pretend that the this part of the game doesn't exist when i think Amanda about parts. it to be honest she just yeah. makes me feel weird i don't know yeah <laughs> yeah i'm not, not a fan of amanda she's got like yeah. college yeah. vibes yeah, but I'm pretty sure I also got the android smashing his head ending. I think it's mm. pretty hard not to get that ending, honestly. Yeah, yeah, there are yeah. some... I was going to say, there say? is an ending where he can survive and go back to his cell. Yes. I think I yes. have gotten that one, but I'm pretty sure mm, he kills yeah, himself anyway. It's hard to get. Yeah, yeah he, he he can kill himself later anyway. I be- so, yeah, mm-hmm. I survived I think, this I think one. I, because I think once you, like, if you do enough investigating in the previous chapter as well, and, like, you know, look at all the folders, then you can, like, get all the good answers that will lower the stress. And I think when I played, I actually got him to go back to his cell. Yeah, that's nice. what Kai got in our playthrough. He ended yeah. up saving the, the deviant. Yes. So. Oh, nice. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I think it, it, that one's a little bit harder to do because you do have to keep their stress sure. levels pretty low. Yeah. Um, okay, so chapter 10 is called Fugitives, and this one is from Kara's perspective. So Kara and Alice have now escaped Todd, and they are looking for somewhere to stay the night. So there's a lot of different elements to this. Like, there's a laundromat that you can either steal clothes from or not steal clothes from. There's a you grocery store a that you can either <laughs> rob or not rob, depending on if you have the gun specifically. Mm-hmm. I didn't, so I was just like, I guess I'm not getting the crap that I need. This because... chapter is a meme in my relationship. I'm sorry, I'm talking so much. <laughs> this chapter is a meme in my relationship because when you walk, if you have the gun, you walk into the convenience store, and mm-hmm. literally the options are like talk or gun. Yeah, it's really like two fun. spectrums. You got really, you don't have any other option. And so Matt and I occasionally will just be like gun. As like a choice, like if you need an extra dialogue choice, you can just say "gun." Gun. So yeah, and then there's a couple different places that Kara and Alice can spend the night, depending on the choices Mm. you make at the laundromat and grocery store. You can stay at a motel, you can stay at a house, like an abandoned house, or you can stay at an abandoned car in a parking lot, like some random parking lot. Um, So tell us what you got, Jared, when you got this, and I'm sure no one will be surprised about what I got. So. Yeah, so in this moment for me, I'm all like, protect Alice. Like, it's Alice Mm -hmm. or nothing, right? I am going to protect her no matter what. Uh, I had the gun at this point, and I walk into the convenience store. I'm like, look, they're no one android. He's not, the guy doesn't feel very cooperative in the first place, right? Even just talking to him. So I pull the gun out on him. (laughs) So real. Yeah. Oh, wow. Someone else ends up walking in, and Kara kind of puts the gun down for a second checks out the person and at that point you can decide to leave and diffuse the situation and leave or continue holding the person host- uh, at, at gunpoint so i continue to hold the person at gunpoint <laughs> before nice. that i think oh, um, alice uh, cara told alice like you know go wait outside i'll, I'll get this or whatever um 
I end up getting the 15, 20 bucks or whatever I, I, you end up getting from that altercation mm-hmm. as well, which again, not an amount of money that's probably worth not it. A lot. <laughs> uh, only to realize that I still can't get into the motel without like a, a change of clothes or something. And I couldn't figure out where they were. So I just went and I slept in the car. Oh, okay. Mm. Yeah. That's also what I did because I didn't have the gun. So I had no mm-hmm. option to get the money. And the house seems sketchy to me. So I was just like, all right, car it oh, is. Yeah. That, that, that house, I was like, that's a haunted house. I've seen there the house before. That's I haunted. You, Aaron. I always thought in that house, baby. <laughs> me too. Yeah. And it's so scary. That yeah, house. That's a bad time. But it's so funny. I just can't resist every time I get that option. I do think that, so there are events that happen in the house. I think they happen regardless of where you stay. So it there are some things that happen regardless of where you stay and some things that don't. Like there are some benefits to staying in the car later mm. on, but mm. the bad thing is that Alice gets pissed off at you if you stay in the car. Like yeah, she does. Well, I, I, didn't even, I, I didn't even see the guy that you run into at the squat in my playthrough. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. Did it? About. No, no, I didn't at all. Yeah, I so didn't is that really in this or the next chapter. So that's not so that is in this chapter. You well, he's in a couple chapters. So like he is yeah. in this chapter. His name is Ralph. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, Ralph. Yeah. And, and uh, he's a crazy android who lives Ralph. in this house. There is, and an you interact with him in this chapter android. and in another chapter. Yes, um, but I didn't see yeah, it at all in mine. He tries to feed Alice a dead rat. Ralph yeah. is yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. He's my favorite character because he's so scary. Yeah, he's he so is pretty funny. scary. But he yeah, so this laugh. is pretty much. This chapter is mostly a setup for a future chapter of like what's going on, you know, because right. it the what you choose here determines what you have to do in the next Kara chapter. So we'll move on to chapter 11, which is called From the Dead. Um, and this is a Marcus chapter. This one I'm just going to talk about really briefly. So Marcus mm. is now in a junkyard. He basically has to find some parts that he is now missing from other scrapped androids. And then he climbs up a hill and he has risen from the dead. So it's pretty straightforward. The only real choice in this is like you can either choose to kill a slightly living android in the mm. junkyard or keep him alive. It doesn't well, affect the story at all, but that is something that you can him, choose. Right? Yeah, yeah, he's like, please, yeah. please do it, please. Yeah. So it's so. not like Marcus is just like curb stomping random. <laughs> just walking around. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, but but basically that's the options. Is, and it, this one, I hated this chapter. I thought it was scary and I didn't it's like scary, it. It's but, terrifying. Right. Like the, the tone shifts immediately when you're in this section. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I, so, I love it. It's so awesome and scary and cool. I don't know. <laughs> well, no one's shocked by that. <laughs> that, that, that crazy? Is that crazy for me to say, you guys? But I think it's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> all right so we're we're gonna move on to chapter 12 this one's called waiting for hank and this one is just basically a pretty um straightforward like you get to know mm. hank a little bit better you get to either build or detract from your relationship with hank and then you kind of get to learn a little bit more about the lore of the world by like looking at some case files um basically this one it sounds like everyone has Kara alive still so everyone will just get the ending that hank got a lead which is basically like hey there's some android which mm. is Kara, that we got to go check out um she might be in this area and then if Kara is dead then you don't get this and you don't get the next couple chapters so there's a lot of chapters that you don't get if Kara dies if Kara is killed by todd early mm. on so um we aren't going to talk too much about that one because it's pretty straightforward um 
chapter 13 is called On the Run. And so this one has quite a few possible endings and quite a few few possible outcomes, um, mm-hmm. depending on where you stayed and what you do and how well you're able to sneak around. But basically, Kara and Alice, um, Kara changes, she takes out the little, they have like a little thing on the side of their head that shows that they're an android. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's she like takes that a little off. loading circle almost. Yeah, yeah. just like the, sure. the on their Google temple. loading thing. Yeah, like a spinning wheel for some yeah, reason. Yeah, and then she also cuts and changes her hair color, um, mm-hmm. which she's able to do. Um, she starts serving. So depending on what you do, um, there's a couple different ways you can get through this chapter. But this was the first chapter where you can control both Kara and Connor. So you switch back and forth between the two playable characters. Um, which is makes for an interesting dynamic because there is a chase scene between Kara and Connor <laughs> where you kind awesome. of have to decide like, how, do I want to purposely fail for Connor? Do I want to purposefully succeed for Kara? Mm-hmm. Like, what mm-hmm. do you want to do there? So tell us a little bit about what choices you made here, Jared, and what that looked like. Yeah, like for me, this one was pretty uneventful. Like, I just, I don't even know if Connor was chasing me in this sequence. <laughs> I just yeah, made it to the, end of the train, and then that was that was it. Like I just okay. there, you have to like avoid the the police that are looking for right. you and everything. But I just made it to the mm-hmm. other side. Yeah, that there is. is totally a way to make it like pretty uneventful. Like you just get past all the sneak o- options, and mm-hmm. you know you do that, and it's totally fine. And they're just like, well, we lost her, you know. But um, that. Um, like I said, yeah. I never remember what the first thing I did was, but the chase scene is pretty intense in this yeah, chapter. Across, across the highway, geez. It's, it's yeah, like a frogger. Frogger. Crossy yeah, road. Yeah, crossy road and across the freaking highway. But yeah, um, we don't need to talk too much about this one because it is pretty much like either you get caught or you don't, right? Yeah. Or you but die. Or you yeah, die. there's an like option where semi. they can die on there, which is insane. I think actually you can't get caught. I think you can either die or survive as Kara and Alice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but Connor can die in this chapter as well. Um, <laughs> he always um, Connor can die in like every chapter, basically. That's but, so funny. but yeah, so I'm assuming everyone kept Kara and Alice alive on yeah. this, um, yep. yeah. this one. I think I have a right. Um Okay, chapter 14 is a Marcus chapter called Jericho. Um, the parkour so, chapter. Yeah. <laughs> the parkour, yeah. The this, one, this one has very little, like, um, actual choices. But basically, mm-hmm. you're Marcus, you've gotten out of the junkyard, and you're looking for Jericho, which you kind of learn along... I think you learn in the junkyard, like, go to Jericho. So he's looking for these symbols and these graffiti to lead him to where he needs to go. And you can kind of do some type puzzles and you have to do some parkour and all these things. And eventually you make it to Jericho. There is only one outcome to this chapter. Mm-hmm. Um, next chapter is called The Nest, which is a Connor chapter. Um, so this is a, like like Connor is like a detective or a cop. So like most of these chapters are pretty straightforward. We're basically um, you can either discover you go to this apartment and you can either discover a deviant there or you can and chase him basically mm. or you can not find him um and there's a couple different outcomes to um the chase the biggest choice being that hank does get pushed at one point and you can either choose to save hank and let the deviant go or you can choose to ignore hank and go get the deviant so Mm-hmm. Tell us what that looked like. Did you find the deviant? Did you get the deviant? How did how did that go for you? 
Yeah, so first, I don't know if you guys realize this uh, aside real quick, that Hank is the voice actor and model of Mr. Krabs from Spongebob. Oh, really? That's yeah. so I, I only knew this because I listened to your show. Just Mr. Krabs. So it's really weird hear, hearing That's Mr. Krabs really just curse funny. and like, be a drunk. So. Yeah. That's so funny. I would have never known that. That's so funny. Yeah, his model, too, is like modeled after the actor as well. Like, that is yeah. Mr. Krabs. Yeah. That's literally well, Mr. Krabs. <laughs> Once you realize it too, it's like, oh yeah, yep, that's yeah. yeah, yeah, I hear it. yeah. When you hear I his hear voice it. again, you're yeah. like, oh, that's Mr. Krabs. I recognize that's that voice. Well, <laughs> <laughs> oh, if he did a Mr. Krabs laugh in like the game, I would die. That'd be amazing. <laughs> so awesome, oh, horrible. So um, but yeah, so my uh, outcome of this explored the um, apartment, end up finding Rupert and chasing him. But my chase scene ended on that roof. So we got oh. to the roof and Hank and Connor are there and Rupert end up getting away and Connor's very like upset about it. He's like, you know, this is my only purpose. And if I'm not good at this, like, what's the point? He has a lot of internal. This is where he starts to kind of deviate, yeah. not, not becoming a deviant, but starts to like doubt himself and his abilities yeah. and everything. But mm-hmm. yeah, I, Rupert got away in this and my my chapter ended on the top of this roof. Oh, OK, interesting. I don't think I've ever gotten that ending before. But that is really interesting. And I think that, like, Hank is honestly one of my favorite characters in the game. Mine I love, too. Hank. I love like, Hank. We stand Hank. Hank is just the best character. Yeah. yeah, and he is just such, like, a good guy who is, like, pro-Android rights, but also, like, a cop. So he's, like, kind of trying to steer Connor right. in the direction of, like, being a good person, you know? And so, yeah. You, I love you can Hank. kind of either in this chapter, I mean, I'm, I don't know how that affected your relationship with Hank that he just got away on the roof. Did that did you have a chance to kind of improve your relationship with him or I, if I remember correctly, it did improve the relationship because Hank's mm-hmm. like, you know, it's, it, you know, it's fine. It's okay. When Connor is starting to self doubt and be like, what's the purpose of me? If I can't even do my job, Hank reassures him. He's like, you know, it's okay. We'll, we'll get him next time kind of thing. And I think that boosted yeah. my morale with Hank. Yeah. Sure. yeah. That's cool. Yeah. I think in this one, every time I've done it, I've had to do the chase scene. Yeah. Do the chasing and then choose to save Hank and let the I guy mean, get away. Yeah, which improves your relationship with him. I've never mm. really been able to do the full Connor machine run because I like just like just feel can't. bad and I'm just like, I yeah, can't do I, it. In these games too, I feel too bad. Well, I mean, I guess exactly. I was hyper violent in other parts of this, but in, in the sense of like, <laughs> no, I feel you. me, like Connor just blank slate, like Android do Android job. I'm like, but it's boring. So Open your heart, exactly. Connor. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Embrace well, your potential. Exactly. We're, we're about halfway through, so we're going to have to go a little bit more quickly through some of these last few chapters. This next one is a Marcus chapter that I'm just going to talk about briefly. It's called Time to Decide. And basically, it's just you go to Jericho. You see that there are like all these deviant androids are living in basically like a, I don't know, like a storage container of some kind. It's like, or a, like, it's some, like a big ship. Abandoned ship. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's what it is. It's a ship. And so they live there and they live in pretty bad circumstances. A lot of them are missing parts and you just kind of get to talk to them. You meet some of your closest allies throughout the game. You meet, um, I think Josh is his name, Simon and North. Um, mm. And um, I, what his name is Josh, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then you kind of just, they talk about what we need and you kind of make some, I don't know if you really make any decisions, but it's like, there's kind of a choice being made at the end for you. Just saying like, we got to do something about our circumstances. Um, And that's pretty much the whole chapter. I don't know. Does anyone have anything, any quick things they want to say about that chapter? Are we good to move on? Yeah, that's everything. Yeah. Okay. 
Cool. Chapter 17 is the worst chapter, and it's called Sorry, Zlatko. you mean the best chapter. Oh, you mean the yeah. most lit chapter. It's I the worst like chapter, and this is I... the Kara chapter, and so what, say what you're going to say, but then I'll explain what like this is. If there is any part of this game that you are like, I want to watch some of this game, you should go watch the Zlatko yeah. chapter. It's so I mean, awesome. Yeah. I don't know you why you're hating. Detroit Become Human Zlatko chapter. It's so scary. It's wild. It goes from it's zero awesome. to a hundred here. You, but you can acquire literally the best character in the game. That's why. Yeah, that's, that. that's true. That's true. That is true. So basically, this chapter is at the end of the Kara chapter, or not at the end. Sometime in the past Kara chapters, some guy was like, "Hey, if you need help, go to this address." And so she's like, "Well, I don't have any other leads, so I'm going to this address." So basically, you show up to this creepy house, and there's this creepy guy, and he basically is like, oh, come here. I'm going to help you. But he doesn't help you. He's a bad dude. Bad vibes. When I met him, I was like, nah, these guys. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Evil is So basically, like, he tries to reset Kara, and, like, Kara basically has the option to, like, either get out and save herself (laughs) and leave, or... um, or she can stay and you can just end the car, the timeline here for Kara. But like, there's a couple different ways to get out if you want to continue the Kara story. Um, and there's some endings that you can get and a new character you can get if you do it right. So mm. um, tell us how that went for you. There's like so many different, there's a pretty much yeah, so many things that happen in this. <laughs> yeah, there's so many things that could go wrong and so many things that you could do to get out. So tell us what yours looked like. Yeah, so when I got captured and uh, taken by Zlatko, I did get the option where Kara got her memory wiped. Where oh, like okay. she goes back to just default Kara and is really? walking around doing things for Zlatko. But pretty much as you're walking around the house and going to different parts, her memory starts to kind of kick in again. Mm-hmm. And I think it's when you walk past, it's almost like a, like a barn looking thing. And there's some like deviant androids that are in there that walk up to like the right. great when you, when you go there, it kind of kickstarts Kara's memory back and she starts mm-hmm. remembering everything that she had previously. Yes. Um, so oh, now it's like, I got to search for Alice and get the heck out of here. <laughs> um, that's, yeah, that's so funny that you say that because I think I also had that and I completely forgot that that happens. Yeah, 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 I know. I completely yeah. forgot that that was like an option too. I was like, oh yeah, I can, we can right. get my memory back. I'm not stuck there forever. Yeah, yeah. I didn't. I don't think I have ever done that where she actually Me gets her memories wiped. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. pretty crazy. Uh, I, I I freed the android polar bear because he needs to be free. He's a good right. boy, and he needs to be. <laughs> he needs to have a big old wide open range to go through. Uh, yeah. d- during this, Zlatko will like, kind of like chase you down throughout the house with like yeah, a he's gun. He's trying to find you. He's trying to find mm-hmm. you. You get into a room where you have an option to like hide places. Mm-hmm. And then one of the options was to burn the house down and <laughs> with <laughs> So you end up you end up like setting the the drapes on fire or something like that and running out. And as and it's the same scene at the end, except the house is burning down. Zlatko is kind of chasing you down with the gun. And that's where Luther comes in, takes him out, and then all the androids that were kept underneath Zlatko's house all come out and then they kill they kill Zlatko crazy it's It's so awesome it's this creepy scene where they look like those like toys in Toy Story 1 you know (laughs) I was about to say that he is Sid all grown up oh my gosh you're right this is what happens to Sid oh no 
Yeah, exactly. So, but yeah, I don't remember exactly what happened to me because I try to get through this chapter so fast because I'm so creeped out <laughs> it's by stressful. it. It's stressful. It is a stressful <laughs> chapter. It's, awesome. it's stressful. It's yeah. I think there was even the last time I played this game, I got to this chapter and I was like, I can't do it anymore. Yeah, where's the skip button? Like, really I just skipped this done. chapter. Yeah. But yeah, Aaron and Josie, tell us a little bit about, um, did you... Have did you also free the polar bear and burn the house uh, down, or was it yes, a little bit I different? I definitely yeah. did. Um, also, Luther is my my personal favorite character in this game. Oh, Luther's great. Luther, I love him. Luther and Hank are my two favorite characters from the game, besides Kara. So, of course, I'm taking Luther. I will literally do anything I possibly can to get Luther. So, absolutely, yeah. yeah. Sure. And, and I he, think if you survive this your party, you... yeah. So if you it's pretty likely Luther, that he'll join you. Have yeah, to join you. Yeah. Yes. So this chapter is scary, he... but I do appreciate that like it wants Kara to succeed like you can get your memories back if you get reset mm -hmm. and stuff like that's what I do appreciate about it's this game is that like especially with Kara it like doesn't want you to die necessarily. yeah like, that's what I'm saying I mean like right from the beginning I was pro android I'm just like exactly. I just want I just want these androids to be happy and live a happy life that's all exactly. I want is that too much to ask Hey everyone, this is Erin. I'm just jumping in here to say that we actually ended up making this episode a two-parter, so we've just finished part one. We didn't record an outro halfway through because we weren't expecting it to go so long, um, but we had some scheduling conflicts. Anyway, this is part one of Detroit, so next week we'll have part two, um, but I just wanted to do a quick outro. You can find all of our normal links in the description of this episode, including our Discord, our social media our merch link tree stuff and you'll also be able to find all of the links for play along podcast which is jared's show so thank you again to jared for coming on this show we did a proper outro with him in the next episode so stay tuned for episode two thanks see you next week